I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hustle, feeling like someone. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Live from Expo 2020 Dubai. Hi guys, welcome along to this podcast. It's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd and we were live at Expo 2020 once again. And we checked out some of the great pavilions down here with Nada Badran from Wanda with Nada. One of them being Jamaica. So as you can guess, Bob Marley was definitely on the menu. We also had live music in the studio with Jay Abo, who's going to be performing here at Expo 2020. Kids App had lots of ideas for things to do with the kids. And we talked to the cast of Riverdance, who were doing some master classes. So if you fancy yourself as a river dancer, then get down here to Expo 2020. And don't forget to join us live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock, only on Dubai Eye 103.8. sun's going to shine on everything you're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Only on Dubai I 103.8. Yeah, welcome back uh, into uh, the show. Always a pleasure to welcome uh, into the show uh, Nada of uh, Wonder with Nada fame, our uh, uh, kind of resident uh, tour guide here at Expo 2020. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. Now, you've just turned 70. Not 70 years, <laughs> but 70, 70 countries. Yeah. yes. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you've done really well, 70. That's I great. have, yeah. And just over here, I stopped by one en route, so it was uh, 70 as of this morning. Okay, in fact, you've just had a, a nice little coffee, haven't you? I just did, over at the, the Australia Pavilion. The most affordable coffee, I the think? The most affordable I've found so far. It's 12 dirhams uh, for a latte, uh, and I got iced uh, this morning. Oh, so nice. Panama, you I, I over there? because I got my flat white 10 dirhams, and I was in shock. It was that cheap. Mm. Brilliant. Okay, so there's a nice little tip to get things started. You've made me a very happy man, because the first pavilion that we're going to talk about is a country that I've been lucky enough to visit several times when I used to work on cruise liners and that is the island of Jamaica. Yes, Jamaica and I'm really really happy to hear that you've been. I actually haven't been personally but Jamaica is indeed an island nation in the Caribbean Sea and has a population of about three million people. So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask about Jamaica, Mark. Reggae, reggae, reggae. Reggae, reggae, Bob reggae. Marley, of course. Of course, I was going to ask, yeah. what's the first name? So, indeed, Bob Marley. And Marley actually introduced reggae to the world. He is the face of Jamaica, by far its most famous son. Yeah. Um, and his album, I learned at the pavilion, Exodus, was actually declared album of the century by Time magazine in 1991. So... Marley's best-known hits, they include I Shot the Sheriff, uh, No Woman, No Cry, Could You Be Loved? And so those are just some of the few, and they had those playing in the pavilion, so it was a really, really nice, fun vibe. Um, And then they have this room that's dedicated to Jamaica's influence on music, and not just reggae, but also uh, dancehall. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, Yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah. Dancehall, there's a lot of that in Birmingham, I'll tell you. As well. Yeah, and there's another called SKA, or maybe Sika, I'm I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it's basically it's a fusion of jazz and Mm R&B which I thought was a really interesting mix of the two and many many others they've got a wall of fame uh, or hall of fame for Jamaica's best known musicians including Beanie Man Mm. who is also from Jamaica uh, Shaggy (laughs) and Damien and Ziggy Marley who are both Bob's sons who I did not know also sang oh definitely yeah and um, another little tip for you guys um, the Wailers 
who were Bob Marley's backing band, um, are coming to Dubai. Oh. And they're going to be uh, performing at the Irish Village. Oh, no way. Couple of I weeks didn't know time. that. Yeah. When is that All happening? the juicy stories. Oh, um, that's great. Maybe soon. I'm guessing 19th. 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 Yeah, 19th. Oh, wow. That's pretty exciting. So, uh, very exciting. I, I'm going to be on the front row for that one. There's no <laughs> two ways about that. I don't go out very much these days, but for that, I will make an <laughs> I will exception. Yeah. And what's your favorite Bob Marley song then? I, I like them all. Um, Could You Be Loved, Three Little Birds, uh, Waiting in Vain is another favorite of mine. I mean, Paul McCartney once said that Bob Marley was the ultimate songwriter and coming from Sir Paul McCartney, you know, that is some accolade, <laughs> some is. accolade. And um, we're going to be airing an interview that I've actually already done with the uh, guitar player from the Whalers who actually lived with Bob Marley for many years. Oh, wow. He said, I slept on Bob's sofa, you know, in his mother's house. And uh, the stories that he's got about Bob Marley and what a great guy he was are really, really very special. So uh, look out for that interview. It's coming, coming up sometime next week. Uh, so we're really excited for that. Oh, fantastic. I would definitely love to hear that. Um, well, in terms of even the reggae music, I also did find out that it is on the UNESCO list of intangible heritage added in 2018. So it's definitely something that is a big part of the Jamaican culture and history. Mm. Um, now, tourism. So Jamaica's actually number one industry is tourism. Mm. Uh, it accounts for about 30% of their income or of their GDP. And guess where the top destination is for every serious 007 watcher or fan definitely jamaica of course. <laughs> jamaica That's, ian fleming wrote the books uh, over there didn't he did he? indeed yeah. so india uh, ian fleming actually wrote the bond novels there uh but the movie was also or the several of the movies were actually shot in jamaica including the last one um it's got scenes um in, in jamaica yeah the, I think, yeah the opening uh part where he's basically relaxing on an island uh after having retired from service yeah so that's indeed where it's filmed but also some of the other ones so dr no was also filmed there parts of it uh live and let die as well yeah, so those great. are uh, the bond films and no time to die so with that it's the birthplace of 007 where the writer wrote the bond novels so that is indeed the the tourism part that's really really popular now sports Oh, yes. And a rather famous Jamaican is going to be coming to our shores, right? <laughs> yes, coming very soon. So the world famous Usain Bolt is from Jamaica. Uh, so he at the 2012 Olympics actually won the four times uh, 100 meter relay, uh, setting a new world record time of 36.84 seconds. So with that, this wasn't his first time. It's also basically where um, I believe he's an 11 times world champion and eight times Olympic gold medalist. Yep. So definitely he, he's, he's a got, fast man. He's a fast man, indeed. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to actually be... sit on him as a, if he took me as a piggyback and around the expo, <laughs> we'd get past really fast. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he... we keep up with him, that's for sure. <laughs> well, he's actually going to be here at the expo, like you said. So he tweeted a couple of days ago, I'll be at the expo 2020 Dubai on the 13th of November. And I'm so excited to see you guys at the Run the World event that's yep. fueled by Gatorade. So it's actually, it's a 1.5 kilometer uh, family run, and it's done to raise funds for a charity which will benefit people of determination so with that the run is open uh, to people of all ages and uh, abilities it's free to join but everyone's encouraged to donate to the cause so are you saying you run with him you run with him that <laughs> catch him if you can <laughs> yeah catch seriously him if you can. you're listening to lunch with lloyd on dubai i 103.8 
Yeah, welcome back to uh, the show. Thanks, Andrew, for your message. Good morning, Mark. I absolutely love Jamaica. The music, the people, and indeed No Time to Die was filmed in Port Antonio, which I know you've visited, Andrew. Thanks for that message. Another great place on the island of Jamaica is Ocho Dios with the Dun River Falls. If you're thinking of visiting, uh, make sure that is on your list. But of course, you can come and get the feel and the atmosphere of Jamaica right here at Expo 2020. And uh, that is just what NADA uh, did a couple of days ago. We spoke about the music and, uh, you know, this kind of museum of Jamaican music. But uh, there's also food on the menu being cooked uh, cooked up there. Yeah, so Jamaica's probably most well known for its jerk chicken, right? And so they had last week a Jamaican chef uh, that was over from Miss Lily's, which is a, a restaurant mm. here in Dubai, yep. who explained everything to know about the dish and even had a tasting session so that people could try it out. But Jamaican cuisine is definitely even more than just jerk. Uh, they have a fusion of, I would say, many different cuisines and cultures. So even Fr- French, Indian, Middle Eastern influences. So that was pretty cool to learn about. Um, they've got recipes that you can follow and even ingredients that you can buy, including the jerk seasoning and something I discovered called aki. Have you heard of aki no, before? No, I've not come across that. You've heard of it? So it is a red-skinned fruit that people in Jamaica apparently have with saltfish. And apparently that's what Usain Bolt has for breakfast. So it really is <laughs> okay. a breakfast for champions. <laughs> so if you want to train and keep up with Usain Bolt, we need to get, get that some of that for breakfast, exactly, right? Exactly, yes. Yeah. And then finally, I actually learned that Jamaica also has the most expensive coffee in the world. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. So it's called Blue Mountain Coffee, and that's because it's grown about 2,000 feet on the slope of the island's Blue Mountains. So there are two types of beans, the larger split bean and the smaller round pea berry, and that is the rarest and most expensive. So their coffee is a very pretty, I'd say, loyal fan base, including Ian Fleming, the writer of James Bond. Yeah. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II, and the Emperor of Japan. Apparently, Japan accounts for 70% of uh, Jamaica's exports. Wow. I, I didn't even know a lot of Japanese people were into coffee. I thought it was more tea. So yeah, did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you have the tea ceremonies, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Oh, well, we're learning a lot on the show today, so, uh, thanks to, to Nada. So, uh, Jamaican Pavilion, and it's not too big, um, you know, uh, to get around, is it? No, no, but there's so much information and so much fun stuff to do and see. You, of course, saw the, the guitars that are over there. <laughs> I know, I got in trouble with that. The, the, <laughs> I didn't know, um, but I, I wanted to pose for a picture with one of these guitars, and apparently the real classic um, guitars out of a museum that, Ooh. you know, some of these guitars <laughs> were from the birth of reggae music. So uh, I got told off a little bit, but I, I put it back very gently. I don't think our insurance covers any No, damages. I don't <laughs> think it does, does it? So anyway, um, that is definitely well worth a visit. Now, um, you've also been to one other pavilion that you want to talk as, to yeah, us about. Yeah, so I've been to Emirates Airlines Pavilion. So for this, you actually need to book your tickets in advance because every time I've actually been, they've told me that they've been fully booked. Uh, I felt like I was really like trying to buy a ticket to an actual flight or another country Uh, but it's really cool when you enter you feel like you're actually boarding a plane Uh, there's a captain there's cabin crew really uh, yeah and they have these test areas where you and other visitors are quizzed on your knowledge of aircraft so really really interesting to, to learn for example where do you get the loudest noise from the aircraft aside from the engine any idea? Oh, the loudest noise, the, uh, the galley where they cook the food? No, apparently the landing gear. Oh. Yeah, so apparently that's the loudest. And how much do you think the aviation industry contributes to global CO2 emissions? Apparently it's 2%. What? I was about to say 60. 
No, no, two, imagine. So a flight today produces half as much CO2 as it did 30 years ago because they've improved their engines and their operations. Mm -hmm. So all of those were really fun facts. Another section is the chance where you actually get to see what the aircraft of the future will look like in 2071. Oh my goodness. So 50 years from today. Does it have enough leg room in the future? <laughs> it does, it does. So I was given a virtual reality headset and I sat down in an actual cabin and seats with plenty of leg room, automated trolleys that serve you food based on your preferences, but also based on your health needs, which they're able to track through your seats. So imagine they're what? able to, to <laughs> analyze your, your health just by sitting down windowless cabins so that you can also select your view whichever what you know thing whatever you want to look at yeah and then finally when you land you'll never face the crisis of a lost bag because all luggage will be chipped and tracked all the way through my goodness isn't that really cool that's futuristic i think they might know a bit too much information about us that's <laughs> what i'm worried about <laughs> if i sat down in the in the, in the one of the seats there, they'd probably say please get off the aircraft <laughs> You know, evacuate we don't have anything. Yeah, evacuate. <laughs> we don't have anything for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it sounds a very interesting pavilion. It was. It was. And so was Tanzania, which I also did visit. So Tanzania is a place that's been on my bucket list. Of course, Mount Kilimanjaro, the yeah. Serengeti, Zanzibar, Spice Island. Have mm. you ever been? No, I haven't. No. no. So there's so much to see in this one beautiful country. And one of the first things I got the chance to learn about there from a wonderful guide was how Tanzania was the result of a, the unification of Tanganyika, which is the mainland, and the Zanzibar Islands. Right. So I hadn't heard about the other one, uh, the former. They were considered separate states until they united in 1964, forming the United Republic of Tanzania. Now, the other really cool fact was the fact that Stone Town in Zanzibar was once the capital city of Oman. What? Really? Yes. Oh like my! Geography class. You're blowing my mind with this geography. <laughs> <I know. today. laughs> and so there's really plenty of Omani influence in architecture, and palaces, and food, and language. Now, some of the oldest human settlements have also been unearthed in Tanzania, and so they have the oldest human fossils and footprints, which are believed to be the birthplace of humanity what? in terms of where it's located. And one fact that I know is that uh, Freddie Mercury's birthplace. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah there's um, a museum and, and uh, the home that he grew up in. And I know that he was born on the same day as me. Oh. So we're so talented. You, you and Fred, you and Fred <laughs> share, share a birthday. So many facts. <laughs> I, I know. Yep. So, so Tanzania is also the only country in the world where Tanzanite can be mined. Have you ever heard of Tanzanite? Tanzanite? No, it sounds something that Superman would use. It, I know it does, right? <laughs> so it's one of the rarest gemstones on Earth, a thousand times rarer than diamonds. And it is found only in a small area near Mount Kilimanjaro and the most beautiful stone discovered in the last 2,000 years. Imagine Amazing. that. Amazing. So really beautiful blue and purple mineral, and that was formed a long, long time ago as well. So we've got to go to Tanzania as well. Uh, we've run out of time, sadly. Um, once again, if uh, you know people want to come on one of your wonders around Dubai, Sharjah, Abu Dhabi, maybe even an Expo, uh, where can they get a hold of you? Wanderwithnada.com. Wanderwithnada.com. And uh, yeah, some great places that we visited today. Uh, Jamaica, the Emirates Pavilion, and uh, also Tanzania. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. 
Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. This is Lunch with Lloyd. Now, there's a lot of talented musicians performing here at Expo. Uh, one of them joins us in the studio right now. And it's great to welcome back here into my studio, Jay Abbo. How are you doing, Jay? I'm really good, man. It's great to be back. Wow, those, those vocal chords are sounding brilliant, I can tell you. I think it's that coffee I just, <laughs> I just started sipping on right now. Yeah, it's the ARN coffee, isn't it? So for people that haven't come across you before, I mean, I'm well acquainted with your music. Just give us an idea of your background and the kind of music that you uh, perform. Uh, for sure. Well, it's it started out as just like singer-songwriter stuff. I know that's like a very vague label, but, you know, more like acoustic guitar-influenced yeah. uh, music. And lately, like, I've been experimenting more. Even, you, like, you know, the last time we had an interview together, you're like, I feel like next year you're going to release, like, a reggae song <laughs> yeah, right. or something. It's always uh, different every yeah, time. It's, it's, yeah, it, it is. And, like, and I think I'm still, like, like finding exactly what, what the sound is, but it's still, I think, just melody-oriented uh, uh, and lyrically-oriented music. So know? did you do a lot more writing uh, during the last year when th- there wasn't much happening on stages? Uh, f- like I, f- I feel like the pressure of like I, me having to do that or saying in my head like, oh, you have all this free time. This is when you should be writing. Actually, paralyzed me, and I did not write anything. <laughs> really? But right after it started ending, I, I, I was flooded with like song ideas, uh, and I just, yeah, I just started writing again recently. But like, I okay. suffered from a good year and a half writer's, of writer's block, block. Yeah. did you really yeah, yeah 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 that must have been quite frustrating it was awful because i'm like do i even know how to do this like <laughs> am i just lucky every time no i think i think you do for sure i Thank mean you, you you've done a lot of live stuff around dubai i mean yeah. are you back on stages uh, at the moment yeah like, right now i'm the, the probably the busiest i've been in uh, ever i think uh, and i'm really grateful like i have got i've got my residencies uh at the usual spots like cove beach i'm there every monday and uh and and you know there's just a lot of gigs right now but like more importantly is the expo stuff because that's the stuff that's really like sort of changing my i I wouldn't like yeah eventually will change my life you know but i'm just learning a lot from playing on a much bigger stage than i'm used to yeah i mean that jubilee stage is world class isn't it it's Um, intimidating It really is. Well, I've not actually stood on it looking out. I've stood on the lawns looking at the stage. I'm thinking, wow, that is a great setup. Uh, But you're going to be up there with a five-piece band. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, it's going to be crazy because I'm so used to just playing alone but when you have a band that, that has your back, it's a completely, like a completely different experience. I feel like, uh, no matter what I do will be okay and also it gives the songs so much more personality, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so who are the players? Uh, you know, I mean, have you uh, handpicked them all? I have. I have. And these are the people like these are the guys who they're they're my closest friends. You know, yeah. uh, it's Colin, Colin, James Gordon. I think, you know, Colin on drums. Yeah. Uh, Steve Bedford on bass. Nice Mancunian man. OK. Nice, yeah. He's, a, he's, a right. he's, he's got the job. Yeah. <laughs> he's a northerner. So he's got the job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, and we've got Jerome on guitar. Everyone yeah, is in such high demand. Like brilliant literally player. every good musician wants Jerome in their yeah. band. And yeah. And they have him for the most part. I know he's he's one amazing musician. Yeah, he's he's really that. Great. Now you're going to do something live. You're the I first uh, person that we've had performing live in our studios. Do you like our studios I, here? I at love Expo? them. I was just commenting on this like upside down avatar looking th- like Zen. Yeah, that's moss our garden. We thing, water yeah. that every day when we come in. <laughs> I, I I feel like no matter how well I describe it, people are not going to understand just by <laughs> listening to this what it looks like. But it's beautiful. It's yeah. upside down. Garden. So what are you going to do for us, Jay? Uh, I'm going to do one of the songs that I'm performing on. Uh, on, on November 18th for my expo show. Okay. And uh, it's called Change Tomorrow. I've actually never sung this uh, live for anyone. Oh, wow. So 
I'm honoured that and you've come into our studio. This is a Mark Lloyd exclusive, guys. Lovely. Uh, Mark Lloyd exclusive, Jay Arbo. He's going to be performing live here at Expo. We'll have more details on that. But first of all, let's hear him live in our studios here at Expo 2020. Well, I've been living recklessly And it's all because I'm not alright with me Yes, I've been living recklessly And I've been loving namelessly Think I'd rather live inside of fantasies Yes, I've been loving namelessly And off we run to the empty nights and the bathroom fights. Oh, it's all we know, but we'll be alright. Cause I'm gonna change tomorrow. I know I said I'd do it before. Gonna let it all go. Cause I can't live this way anymore Gonna change tomorrow But I said the same thing yesterday And I've been sleeping restlessly Sick of counting sheep up to infinity Yes, I've been sleeping restlessly We're on the run, but we're not too sure what we're running from. For all we know, we're just having fun. Cause I'm gonna change tomorrow. I know I said I'd do it before. Gonna let it all go. Cause I can't live like this anymore Gonna change tomorrow But I said the same thing yesterday I said the same thing yesterday Oh, Jay, you just get better and better every single time you Thank come you into my much, studio. Man. I'll tell you, that guitar sounds sweet as well. Thank like, you very much. Yeah, man. does it have a name? I've a while. Eh? Do I have a name for the guitar? Yeah. <laughs> I've never done it, man, because I always used to look at my friends and be like, why are you, why are you naming your guitar? <laughs> name your guitar. That's your baby. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, but I, I, I like to just call it that. My baby, that's fine. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, so uh, looking forward to the gig. Once again, just tell me the date and timings when we can actually see you on the big Jubilee stage. Of course. So it's uh, on uh, November 18th. And now being live on radio and not knowing the exact time of my show is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but I know we'll it's on the 18th. We'll be here the, the, whole, the yeah. whole time. It's on the 18th. We got other great acts yeah. on, on that same day as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, just coming back to that song, just tell sure. me a little bit about, uh, about the writing of that. And, uh, oh, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so I think, I think that the main theme for, for the songs that I've been writing for the past like four or five years are more just like existential and like just how to actualize on whatever I'm meant to do and, and, and you know, just convert 
this perceived potential that I have into actual action. Yeah. And I find that's like really difficult. Sometimes I think I have ADD. One of the songs that, I, that I'm singing is called ADD. So that's another one that explores that theme. Moonbound, the previous song is kind of mm. the same. So it's just a theme about like this recurring theme that I have right now about like just tr trying to change the things that are holding me back, which is like we're all we're all doing that, mm. right? Of course we are. You know? Yeah. And Creative people just do it in a more intensive way. That's all. Maybe maybe that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, what about Expo? Have you had chance to um, explore anywhere? I've uh, I've definitely explored. Uh, I did like a test show before the official yeah. opening. Yeah. Uh, and I was also on Colin's show. My friend Colin had like a huge 16 piece or 14 piece jazz band and he basically had all his friends that he's produced songs for including myself and Aubrey and Shilpa who you guys have had on yeah yeah so it was just like one all-star sort of event and I saw I did a song on his set oh cool yeah uh, amazing honestly like brilliant a beautiful experience. Um, I just love that song um, if people want to follow your own music follow your career and yeah. I, I know that they do what do they need to add to uh, Jay um, honestly the the best way is to just follow me on Instagram it's uh, jay.abo and that usually has, like, that's the, the place that I'll put the most updates on. Will you come in and perform for us again? I would love could, to. Could you do it every morning? We could start our coffee like <laughs> no. that. I mean, I, I'm more of a nighttime performer. Like, yes. my voice isn't where it's the like, night even shift. right now, it's like, ah, oh, that's not, that's, that doesn't yeah. sound like me. This isn't the best version of you, Jay. <laughs> You've done some great stuff for me on the night shift, for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely great having you in the studio, sir. Thank you, man. And we look forward to seeing you live here nice. at Expo 2020. That's once again great talent. Jay Abbo joining us right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are, and we are live here from Expo 2020. Now, we've got to get the kids sorted out with some good stuff to do uh, this weekend. And uh, once again, we are joined by uh, Karen Baydas from Kids App to uh, point us in the right direction for a few things that uh, we might want to get up to with uh, the kids. Kareem, how are you? Good, Mark. How are you? Very good, sir. So uh, you've been unearthing one or two um, uh, kind of activities that will keep our kids entertained uh, this weekend. Let's get started. What have you got for us? Well, I've got quite a few things. In fact, a few things from Expo. And starting this month, we're going to be doing a deep dive at Expo. Yeah. In fact, this afternoon, I'm actually going down to Expo, searching for kids' activities. And my team is going to start filming them. And we'll have a lot more to tell you about towards the end of November. Now, first, before we get to Expo, there's a really, really nice market at El Barari. It's called La Marche. And as you guys know, at El Barari, they always do things beautifully. Uh, great market, great food, carousel, arts and crafts, music entertainment, the petting zoo, a whole bunch of other stuff. Check the video on the app, and it'll make you want to go. I mean, it makes me want to go, especially with all that cheese. Family's going to have a great time. Children under five are free. Normal price is 32 and the kids' app price is 28.8. So check it out on the app. That's this Friday and Saturday. Okay, now there's also a festival of schools, I believe. It's, is, is this at GEMS? So this is actually, this is at Arcadia. Okay. I don't know if that's... Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of these festivals happening at the moment. I believe they're tied together, actually. Um, this one includes a sustainable treasure hunt, adventure and challenge, taster sessions with food, a 30 minutes uh, and and some other tester sessions with sports activities there's a performance stage so there's going to be a lot of shows magic shows etc there's also a kind of crash where you can leave your kids and of course food and entertainment a craft market so this is open to everybody it's completely free 
You can just book online and go. All the details on how to book and go is there. It's in Arcadia School on the 20th of November, so you should start booking from now. Cool. Okay. Uh, now, Fia Fia, this is a new one we've not spoke about before on uh, Kids App. What's this? So Fia Fia is a fantastic, reasonably new play area. I think they opened after COVID and they're starting to add new bunches. Really high quality, very creative team that really care about the kids. This is one thing I noticed. And they are always looking for brand new types of activities that they can do. So that's over. There's two branches now. There's one over in Jamaica at Ferduce, and then there's one at the DIFC. And they do a bunch of stuff, playtime, group play dates as well, birthday packages. They also have a drop-off service and a salon. It's one of those soft play with climbing and a lot of other stuff. Um, if you look at the photos on Kids App, that's KIDs at APP, there's a lot of really nice photos, and you'll, you'll, you'll want to go and check out the place. So we have an offer over there. And instead of 110 dirhams for two hours, it's only 60 dirhams. So I really recommend people try it out, especially for younger kids. It's for ages 0 to 8. Okay, now uh, the weather, of course, it's becoming absolutely perfect right now, especially at night. And Garden Glow, I'm sure, is coming into its own right now. It's back. And I don't know, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, haven't been there for a while, uh, new people in town, and even people who have gone, you know, after COVID and before COVID, there's a lot of nice stuff there. So Garden Grow is just a massive uh, kind of space where you have tons of light shows in different shapes, animals like a flight floral garden. There's so many different types of, uh, I mean, you could just spend hours at night enjoying the incredible views, but there's also the Dino Park, which is my family's favorite. I remember the first time we went with the kids a couple of years ago. I mean, it's incredible how real they are. We just went on a, watching Jurassic Park on a binge as a family after that. So it was actually quite cool. So that's Garden Glow. That's open sun, uh, that's Saturday to Wednesdays from 4 to 10. And on the Thursdays, it's actually open until 11. So you can stay a bit later. So remember, go after sunset. That's 65 dirhams, and you can find more details on the app. Right then, now bringing things back to uh, Expo, um, you found uh, a few things already that we might want to take part in. One of them is the uh, Loy Krithong and Water Festival. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could show people pictures on <laughs> on the radio, but this is a, a Thai, traditional Thai festival. Yeah. You know, it's over at the pavilion. It's, you know, the image is just really beautiful how they've set it up. And it's about new beginnings. It's a tradition that's been around for generations. And it's really about honoring the rivers. It's like a waterside festival. So I recommend, this is one of the ones we recommend for families. Everybody will enjoy it. It comes, I mean, it's, it's free with the Expo ticket. So it's part of the normal ticket price. Now, also down here at Expo is the Hamor House Drop-In Knitting. So this is kind of in the creative zone, and they, they help you basically, you know, it's actually for grown-ups and kids, and they help guide your kids on how to use the finger knitting techniques, and you can actually create creatures out of that. So it looks really interesting, something you should try out. And again, that's included with the expo tickets. So if you just want to buy your tickets, go to Kids App. We're selling them there now. Um, and that's one of the things we do recommend for kids. Okay, so drop-in knitting. And finally, uh, moving water. Are we talking about the water feature that uh, is so, so popular here? Yeah, so this is in the mobility district, which is all about kind of imagination, ideas, and actual physical mobility and technology and linking them all together. Uh, there's an incredible show happening there. It's a group of female performers that basically become water. You know, and it's all obviously technology enabled with lighting and everything. Not only the way Expo can do it. So this is a beautiful show that I think everybody in the family can just wow at. It is. and uh, you Again, can... also included. 
Yeah, that's included in the ticket. And, uh, and at night, it really comes alive. Amazing music that's uh, been actually composed by the same person that did the music for Game of Thrones. And uh, the light features at night really, you know, really kind of add that extra dimension. So uh, well worth a look. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to be coming down to Expo today. And uh, what are you going to be exploring? Well, Mark, I'm hoping you're going to give me the VIP tour, right? <laughs> I'm going to be off <laughs> filming. As soon as I've done my show, I've got to be whisked around um, doing some filming. So maybe, maybe not. I can't guarantee. <laughs> no. Okay, so I'm on my own. Yeah, you're on your own, but you'll, I'm sure you'll find your way around. One thing that I can definitely uh, recommend is the Aleph Pavilion. It's also known as the Mobility Pavilion. I can see lots of school children uh, going in there right now. That is spectacular. So uh, try and check that out. That's once again Kareem Baydas from Kids App. Sun's gonna shine on everything you do. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Only on Dubai I 103.8. You certainly are, and of course we are live here at Expo 2020. We lo- we love coming down here on on our Wednesdays. Yeah, there's we? a different energy. I always say that, I and I love it. Yeah. By 5 p.m. we're gone though. Our feet are aching. But uh, they are. But yeah. talking of feet aching, <laughs> uh, I'm sure our next guest probably have aching feet at the end of every show. I'm just going to get us in the mood for this one. Well, there's a little bit of the music, of course, of uh, river dance. Now, the big question is, have you ever wanted to learn how to do the river dance? Yes and no. I've got a weak ankle, but the left foot's working fine. Well, now you can because the Expo Fitness Village are holding 52 free masterclasses. And we're really lucky to have two of the lead dancers in the studio with us. we got James Greenan. How are you, sir? How are you? Very good. And uh, Gianna uh, Patricic, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Great to have you both with us. And uh, big smiles on your face. You're obviously enjoying uh, performing Riverdance here. Yeah, we're loving being here. Um, there's a great energy. There's a great buzz around the place. And we're just thrilled and making the most of every minute. Have yeah. you been here before to Dubai? Never. Wow. Yeah. So first time here. So let's find out a little bit about you guys and how you got in uh, to Dancing River Dance. Gianna, what was your journey into it? So I actually, I was 19 and um, I was actually at university studying a degree of screen and sound production. Yeah. Um, and at the time, uh, Riverdance's sister show at the time called Heartbeat of Home, they were doing online editions. And at the time I was like, I have to do this. You know, being growing up and doing Irish dancing in Australia, like for any Irish dancer, you want to be in Riverdance. Like that is like the, the it thing. Yeah. yeah. So back then I applied and got into that show and then through that fell into Riverdance and I've been with them since 2013 now. And it's like literally been the best experience of my life. I've met so many incredible people, which I call my family now. Mm. And I just also love Riverdance. I just love dancing. Yeah. And, and I mean, James, you've been a principal dancer for over 10 years, I, I believe. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So what was your journey into it then? Um, well, I auditioned, but I, before that, I suppose I, I was a young lad playing football and I had three sisters who danced and yeah. I was never interested and I got <laughs> dragged along and uh, surely, sure, uh, slowly but surely I just fell in love and uh, from then on, you know, just kept progressing, uh, joined Riverdance, auditioned, as Gianna said, very fortunate to meet some incredible people and uh, it's just been such a blessing in, in our lives, I think. And we're very fortunate to have done it. What are some of the most amazing shows you've done? I know Radio City Music Hall is, mm. is one venue. Um, that must hold great memories for you. 
Yeah, like, I mean, to be honest, every show, even the performances here, you know, it's our first time performing in uh, in the Middle East. It's been incredible. It's very hard to uh, to put it all into one show, but we're just loving every minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the preparation and what goes on behind the scenes and the work that goes into it to become a member of Riverdance. Yeah, it's definitely, um, there's definitely a process to it. Um, like James said, we're professionals, so we've obviously been dancing our entire lives. Um, but at this point now as well, like when we're not on tour, we all keep ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally fit. So whether it's like doing mindfulness, whether it's doing like um, working out in the gym or Pilates or like anything on the side to prep the dancing beforehand. And as well, last week we had an intensive like three to four days of rehearsals nonstop while we're wow. here, which as well was perfection because it also got us used to the climate here yeah it's very yeah. very hot um but yeah I, I like to think we're all very smart with how we take care of our bodies like before and after the show we do great warm-ups and um cool downs we get into massive ice buckets after the show to cool the um the uh, muscles off and yeah um yeah because james you're actually an expert well you're a massage therapist and you you know focus on that the injuries and everything how do you maintain that i mean we get tired walking around every wednesday in expo to do that amount of work the kind of pressure it puts on your feet your ankles your legs yeah well we have um a sports therapist and massage therapist on the road with us so we get continuous treatment and only for it um we'd be crippled i think because <laughs> you guys have injuries don't you just from doing it yeah, um, injuries that we either currently dealing with or injuries from the past. And like I said, I think we're all very smart knowing what our bodies are, what they're capable of. And like James said, we've got an amazing team on board with us, amazing physiotherapists and masseuses who keep us at that level of that peak performance. Yeah. And um, if it wasn't for them, I think we wouldn't be <laughs> standing half of the time. So tell us about the masterclass. Is it for everyone? Do you have to be super fit to take part? Tell me about it. Yeah, the masterclasses are basically for anyone, all ages, all different, you know, styles. Um, so basically, we they run for about 45 minutes and we just teach them a little segment from the show. And like... Um, been, I've done two of them already so far and people are already there waiting for it and then you also see people walking by going what's going on here and they actually just <laughs> yeah. start you know joining in and they absolutely love it but um, it's like obviously like World Expo is about bringing culture together from all different parts mm-hmm. of the world and I think Riverdance also embody like we send that message out too so it's lovely to teach those master classes and bring different cultures together and learn what we love to do are you teaching them an actual choreographed routine in that class you are yeah we're, we're, we're teaching them a um, segment from the number Riverdance which mm-hmm. was um, the segment at the Eurovision in what year, what year was it 94 yeah 94 so that's like the iconic piece yeah. where everybody stands in like what that one line yeah. um, so that's what we are teaching them just a small wow. segment from just that imagine, I'm yeah, tempted now that, I'm really yeah. tempted what about shoes what do they have to wear for shoes for these classes they just wear like because you guys wear or? little heels don't you on your shoes There's a little bit of heels yeah no you can wear whatever whatever you're comfortable in um it's it's kind of partly simplified uh, version of the mm-hmm. show so everyone can do it everyone's welcome it's a bit of fun and we just want people to experience the beauty of river dance and, and dance together and share the culture and when, when are these classes actually happening we um we're having like either one to two daily so they're okay. usually like midday or afternoon somewhere in the evening 
Um, you can find that on the World Expo app, also at Ireland. I can't remember what the Ireland at Expo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now you are uh, James, a principal dancer, as we said. I mean, uh, how how long does it take to work your way up to become, you know, one of the the main dancers? Let's say I mean, everyone is important on that stage, but to become the real focal point. Uh, everyone has different journeys, I suppose, and we all mature at different times. Um, so it's different for everyone. Some people, you know, need to grow into it. Some people need a little bit more confidence. Some yeah. people are just straight in. So it's different for everyone. But um, I was fortunate enough that there was just openings at the time when I was going for the role and uh, just kind of ran with it. But, you know, you're still 10 years later, you're still learning. learning you're yeah. still developing your craft and different audiences and understanding that is it more about the the dance uh, you know is there more to it like the projection the facial expressions and the, you know the whole kind of uh, shebang that goes around this show yeah you know you have the the physical aspect but what you're really trying to do is uh, connect with the audience you know you're trying to move them we've all been to the theater and you leave you know energized and refreshed and inspired and that's what we try to do with our shows we really try to connect with people and move and you know leave them feeling better than when they entered really to be honest do you have a look back on the night show and you know look at things that perhaps didn't go quite to plan and others that were absolutely incredible <laughs> kind of a, a poor smartson sort of thing yeah well that's life theater you know yeah anything yeah. goes yeah. um i always like to say um every night is opening night so yeah. always think that there's someone in the audience watching riverdance for the first time ever so yeah. It's, I always like to think I'm going out there performing, my, like, you know, my trip show or my lead show for the first time ever, every night's opening night. And as well, like, you know, um, things happen, like people fall down yeah. or like, you know, there might be a costume that doesn't go right <laughs> or the shoe falls off. You know, yeah. we've had, met, we've got great stories, but like I said, it's live <laughs> theatre. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, you've you got to cover it. These masterclasses, yes. there is a grand finale, right? Yes. Can you tell us how people can join this grand finale and will you two be dancing with them? So I'm pretty sure um, they're going to be selecting one person f um, wow. from from Dubai. the masterclass. Yeah, to, join, to join us on our final performance, which I believe, and I think it's basically anyone. So I think anyone that's good, anyone or you know, anyone. Well, good can be you know you need the whole package: performance, yeah. um, personality. So you're doing like a recruitment drive here for Riverdance. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think the best thing to do is just come to the masterclasses, come watch the show at the Jubilee stage mm. and just be present and hopefully something good yeah, will come out could, of it. It could be you. A uh, message coming from Elisa. Do you have any advice for those into dancing in general, um, whether it's a passion or a career? What if someone's starting out um, in, in the dance world? Um, well, I suppose we all dance for maybe different reasons. But if it's something that you're interested in, you know, just get your feet wet, jump in, <laughs> give it a go and um, see where it takes. You know, when we started out, we didn't think we would be here. It's mm -hmm. not something that, but, you know, you, we just trust the process. And yeah. if you love it, mm -hmm. you know, and, do it. And are you guys loving Dubai? I'm loving it. Like I said, never been here before. And every day you're learning something different. You're seeing something different. You're experiencing something different, whether it's from someone from another um, expo. Even, like I said, every show is different. And as well, like since COVID, a lot of us haven't seen each other for a very long time. So being in a country that we haven't been to before, performing in a country we haven't been 
to before and being it with the people that we mm. you know love yeah it's just brilliant I, right. like i'm pinching myself every single day I'm like it's awesome right well sign us up for those master classes i actually do want to go yeah, see this actually now. i can <laughs> say um james and gianna thank you so much have a fantastic time in dubai and uh, good luck with all of uh, your riverdance shows thank, thank you, you.